Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast-tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. All right. What's up, my friends? Welcome back to the podcast. Rick Mulready here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show. I hope this finds you well. You, your loved ones, your family. Hope you guys are doing well and you're safe. We here in California are we're on lockdown basically until, I don't know, middle of April. At the time of recording this, my sister texted me this morning, my younger sister who lives in um, New Hampshire, and she says, so you're on lockdown? And I said, we are? I didn't even know that. But yeah, I've since found out that we here in California, we are restricted on what we can do and can't do, but really it's no different than what we've been doing here in California. So, or I, mean, I shouldn't say that, what we've been doing here in my house anyway. So anyway... I'm psyched to introduce my guest to you today because, you know, as you know, in an effort to help you lead your business through these turbulent and uncertain times, in addition to my own thoughts, my own coaching, what I'm what I'm sharing with you here in the podcast, I want to bring you lots of different perspectives on leading your business right now through these times. Okay. And you heard Mel Abraham my very good friend Mel Abraham on last Friday's episode. And today you are going to hear from my friend and uh, former coach, Chris Plackey. And Chris is a business and mindset coach for female entrepreneurs who are doing seven figures and above. But her coaching is super relevant to any entrepreneur, regardless of whether you're a man or woman and your revenue level. 
And so that's why I reached out to Chris last week. I said, hey, I'd love to have you on the show just to kind of talk about leading your perspective, what you're talking to your audience about, because she works with all kinds of entrepreneurs, online businesses, local businesses, huge brands across the board. And so that's why I wanted to have her come on today, just to share the perspectives that she's sharing with her various entrepreneurs. And and that's why she's here today. Like I said, she was my coach for a period of time last year in 2019. And she's someone that I look up to for her counsel and for her coaching. So today, you're going to hear a conversation with Chris around how to lead through these turbulent times. Just basically a conversation that Chris and I are having. Again, just like the last week episode with Mel, this is like Chris and I are sitting down for coffee and you get to join us for that conversation and take part in what we're chatting about. And hopefully you get a ton out of this conversation here. Lots more episodes like this coming your way. I'm here to support you through this time and as always moving forward. So without further ado, let's go hang out with Chris Plackey. Chris, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so happy to be here. I love you, Rick Mulready. (laughs) The feeling is very mutual. When I reached out to you last week, I said, you know, as I was thinking about podcast guests to come on during this time, Mm. you were were one of the first people I talked to. And I said, hey, you're like, I'll come on. What do you want to talk about? (laughs) And I said, I think we should just sit down and chat about everything that's going on right now. All the things. Yeah. Yeah. And so I have no outline. I have no bullet points. And we were just chatting for 15 minutes before recording. And we're just going to pretty much continue to do the same thing while we are recording. So everybody can benefit from your wisdom in our conversation here. So for those people who do not know who you are, who are you, Chris Plackey? And what do you do? And where have you come from? Okay. My name is Chris Plackey. I am a leadership coach and I focus on coaching female entrepreneurs who are at the seven figure revenue mark in their business. And I focus on helping leaders learn how to lead the team. So how to have the difficult conversations, how to hire people, how to fire people, how to set up the systems and infrastructures for those processes and really how to coach you on your mind and your thinking around people in general who are trying to get work done for you on your behalf as we transition from sort of solopreneur to more of that entrepreneur space you have to do a lot of your own growth and figuring out how you want to have people help you and so that's why i meet them sort of at that seven figure mark because that's when things start to feel more complicated and difficult to get yeah. work through others yeah so you know how have things shifted right now as far as, well, obviously things have shifted, but, and especially like right now we're recording this and we were just talking about, you know, we're both in California and we're apparently on shelter in place, baby. Shelter in place. We can't, and I I didn't know this until (laughs) 15 minutes ago, but you know, you work with all kinds of entrepreneurs, online business owners, local businesses, you know, CEOs of huge companies. So just the gamut, what are people feeling out there? right now? What are you, what are you seeing? What are you hearing from people? So this week, especially, so we're recording this on what, March 20th. So this has been like hair on fire, rapid decision-making for people. And not surprisingly, my brick and mortar clients who have employees who are public facing have all had to close. Mm -hmm. And some have been able to mitigate and keep people by having them do things from home. 
Others have had or have made the choice to lay everybody off so that then they're eligible for employee assistance mm, aid yep. through, I have Canadian clients as well. So everybody's, what I'm, what I'm most proud of and find the most, I guess, lovely of all of this is all of my clients are doing everything they can, everything they can to figure out how to make this a soft landing for their employees. But, you know, what I know most of us are learning is most of us are running very cash low hmm. and don't have a lot in reserves. Yeah. And so the, I know we will all come through this with a different mindset. Yeah. Sure. And so, but right now it's how do I preserve the business and my family mm-hmm. and do the best I can for my employees? That's kind of what I'm watching right now. And a lot of leaders, so many people are, they're working from home. Yeah. They're, so every, if they have kids, the kids are at home. Yep. If they had childcare, they're likely not coming over. Nope. And, and with the schools closed, they're also having to navigate teaching <laughs> their well, kids. That's optional, but yes. <laughs> right, right. So it's- What you I mean, choose to engage, yes, right. I agree. Right. Obviously unprecedented. What are some of the, what are the, what are some of the things that you're telling them, coaching them through, well, not through, but like, how are you helping them right now? Yeah. So a couple things I, you and I were just talking about, I'm going to do this four week intensive that I start next week. So, and I'm building it off of the conversations that I'm having with everybody all week. And so there's really four things. So I'm going to talk to you about what those are because I think these are the four things every leader right now needs to pay attention to. And the first thing I want to say before I say anything is there are no right answers y'all. And that's what I think is also the hardest for a lot of people is should I close? Well, now it's should I close isn't even an option in most States. Right. But should I pay my employees? Should I be selling? Should I not? right? Like there's all that there's, and now all these people have judgment. So fascinating. So leadership is, is, yes, it is. And this is where y'all, we need leaders right now. We need people to step up and be willing to say, this is the decision I'm making. And I know there will be people who don't like it, but that's leading. Yeah. Right. And this is, we, you thought you were leading before when you had to deal with a difficult employee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, game on. So there isn't a right answer. The work is you discovering what is the right solution for me and my business and my team and my family and choosing that. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I just, I think we all have to understand that there's no adults coming (laughs) tell us what to do right aren't we all waiting for it like and where's the when's the chicken gonna be back in the grocery store i I went to whole foods the other night so today's friday i went on wednesday night and we're across the street from a target here and Uh so it's like i mean everyone's experiencing but you you know that i i struggle with anxiety and a little bit of ocd i can't i had bags of groceries when i came home and Amy, my wife just looked at me and was like, oh my God, like what's going on with you right now? I said, I need to drop these and go jump in the shower because yeah. I don't know what to do with myself right now. 
and and there wasn't a whole lot there at the store, but I just grabbed whatever I could I got basically. Beans. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I have lentils and coconut milk. <laughs> there were literally three boneless chicken breasts in the case. <laughs> And the guy was like, can I help you? I was like, is there anything wrong with those over there? Like, why are they here? And he goes, the only thing that's wrong with them, he literally said this, he's like, the only thing that's wrong with them is that they're dead. And I was like, that's, you're, you work at a meat counter, dude. Like, that's a little weird thing, weird thing to say. But anyway, yeah, I, I, like this whole, this whole shaming of yeah. selling and, and also people out there saying, like, do this, do, like, you need to do this or you need to do this, like, it's doing such a disservice yes. to business owners because like you said, there is no, you know, I, I did an episode last week that said, I just talked about, it's okay not to know. It's okay not to know how to feel, what to do, how to act, what have you. You need to do what's best, what feels right to you and your community, your audience, and obviously taking care of yourself, your family, your employees, if you have. Yes. I mean, at the end of the day that you have a responsibility. I've been telling people like, if you can earn money right now and generate revenue, you have a responsibility to. Yeah. Our economy needs people yeah. running their businesses and generating revenue and buying chicken and buying lentils. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right? We need that in the community. So that's been part of my work all week is helping my clients do these shifts. Like, look, yeah, you can't, you can't sell that right now, but you could sell this. Yeah but you've got to get out of your own way. Right. And so that's really the first thing we're working on right now is your brain. And I posted this on Instagram yesterday, right? Mind management right now is as important as hand washing. Mm, yes. And I don't, I honestly don't know. You and I both know I use something called the thought model. I was yep. trained by Brooke Castillo at the life coach school. Yep. I don't know how people are functioning if they can't understand their own mind. So because, let's, let's walk through that. Yeah. A lot of, some people listening do know it because they're familiar with Brooke's work. Other people don't. So what is the thought model? Cause I agree. I agree. Like, you know, when I worked with you, you, you took me through it and I still have a long way to go on it. However, you're totally right. Like people need to be doing this myself included every single day to keep moving forward. It's a kind of discipline that we all have to really embrace because there's too many other thoughts available to think that are so viscerally terrifying, right? Yeah. Like, and that's for people who don't even have anxiety. And I know you, I have anxiety. Like mm -hmm. if I'm in charge of my business and I'm the only person in my family generating revenue right now, this brain has to work yeah. <laughs> to take care of us. So the, the thought model is basically a five step process, right? And here's how it works in, let's see if we can do it in two minutes or less, right? There are things that happen every day in the world that we can't control. I think we're all very acutely aware of that right yeah, now. Right. And those are called circumstances. They're provable facts. Now, what most of us believe is that a provable fact, a thing that's happening in the world, i.e. the coronavirus, makes us feel something, scared, petrified, frightened. Now, some people are irritated, annoyed, bothered right? Mm -hmm. So, or anxious, nervous, right? So what we're doing is we're blaming our emotional health on a circumstance, but what can't we change? We can't change coronavirus. We don't have any control over it, but there's a step that happens in between. Yes, the coronavirus exists and me feeling anxiety. The step that's happening is my brain. 
it's my mind. It's the thoughts that I'm thinking. And I say even to a next degree, it's the thoughts that I'm indulging. Mm. Mm. We have about 60,000 thoughts on a day. We can't control our mind from thinking things. Your brain's going to serve up thoughts like little invitations all day. You get to decide if you want to believe them. Now, when you are saturating yourself with the news and Facebook and Twitter, especially, I like to think the gram is a little bit light, but it still sometimes serves something up that freaks Yeah, I would agree. But it's a little bit on the light side. But if that's what you're serving into your brain all day, you are now interpreting other people's thoughts. You're getting other people's thoughts and believing them as facts. And then that's triggering your emotion, right? So what we have to do is understand that there will always be circumstances we can't control. And we have to decide what we want to make them mean. And that allows us to have much more control over our emotions because our emotions drive our actions. Yeah. So if I feel anxious, I sit and and quiver or I keep watching the news, which is just, you guys remember that the news job is to shock you. The brain is looking for things to be startled by and protect you from. So it's like, it's a terrible combination what the news does to you. It startles you and then it's addictive and it's so bad for you. Like you really have to know how to manage. I haven't watched the news now in eight days. Good for you. It's so bad for me. I don't watch the news, but I do, I I do check, you know, I'll do check a a new site. Yeah. But but it's like once a day and you do it for, it's three minutes just so I can see, you know, like there was a major idea, yeah. law that passed two days ago that entrepreneurs need to know about, right? What, what was that law? So we'll, I'll tell you in just a second. So there are certain <laughs> things we should know, but whew, like we got to put that on. Yeah. And so because then our feelings drive how we behave and then how we behave drives the results we get. Okay. And so the one that I think is so interesting, if we just look at it, is a lot of people are thinking, I don't want to get sick. I don't want someone I love to be sick. Mm-hmm. Right. So how do we feel when we think that? Scared? Yeah. Worried. Yeah, worried, worried scared. Terrible. Helpless. Yep. Right. And so then what do we do? We continue worrying about it. We, yeah. We, we, we think start. about it. Yeah. We like, think about it. Yeah. If like, you're anything like me, like I've already had the coronavirus. Yeah. Like yeah, in my right, body. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like 12 times. <laughs> yeah. I had that thought this morning, actually. Yes. I really did. Yeah. And so then we're like experiencing this horrible physical experience, even though nothing is wrong. Yeah. Right. And so then the result is I'm getting it in my brain. I have Corona brain. Corona brain. And you you actually start to feel something like that's not right, like physically because. Oh, oh, I have a tickle in my throat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And here's what I know. If you end up getting sick with whatever you get sick with, you handle it. Yeah. Right. It's the anticipating. It's terrible. It's terrible. So instead we have to find something else for our mind to chew on. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I had got some really great coaching actually from Brooke the other day. She and I was texting her and I'm like, okay, I'm not making it through this day. (laughs) And so she said, what are you afraid of? And I'm like dying. I'm just afraid of dying. Yeah. She's like, okay, we're all going to die. I'm like, I know, but it's the dying part. It's not yeah. being dead that bothers me. It's the dying part. The process, yeah. She's like, but why does it bother you? Why are you worried? I'm like, well, it's hard. And it feels unco- it sounds like it'd be uncomfortable and scary. Yeah. 
And she said, I've seen you do all those things and you do them very well. Yeah. She said, in fact, I think you'd be really good at dying. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a good thought. Did you feel better after that? Of course I did. Yeah. I'm like, all right, fine. I'm good at dying. Let's go. What else do we need to do today? Right. I'm good at dying. So here's the thing. I like to laugh. You know that about me, right? Like if you are not finding levity, you have to find it. You have to be, your brain can't worry this much all the time. Yeah. And don't just drink wine, like (laughs) plan virtual coffee chats with friends. Yeah. So the first thing you have to work on is your brain. If you're an entrepreneur, we need your brain. Everybody needs your brain to be clean. So wash your brain, wash your hands. Let's put that. I I love that. Wait, was there a number two there? No, like four things you have to do. Oh, (laughs) but but the brain is the most important one. If you don't want to talk about anything else, we can talk about the brain because the brain is your instrument, right? It makes you do everything. Yeah. Or nothing. And I mean, so I, so today's Friday and I, and I was telling you before we record, I, I finished yesterday, you know, I had a podcast interview, I had coaching calls. I had a whole bunch of stuff. I had actually movers come over and move a couch yesterday morning, which was a debacle. And so I I hit like three o'clock and my brain was just shot. Mm -hmm. But then I'm very, I'm somebody who likes to beat myself up Mm because it's like, wait, why are you feeling this way? Right. It's like, holy cow, I'm just my, with everything that's going on and also doing everything that I'm doing from a leadership perspective is just like frying my brain. Right. Can we talk about like the, put the model as an example for a leader right now who is running their business, maybe not like regardless of seven figure, whatever they're doing in their business, they're worried about their business surviving. Yeah. Can we go through the model? Of course, absolutely. This, I've been doing this all week because what I decided on Saturday was I was going to co- I was going to just have coaching all week. So I opened up office hours for all my clients, and people are just every day we're doing coaching. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So so what do you think is a thought that people might be thinking? I'm going to lose my business. Yeah. People aren't going to buy from me. People aren't going to buy from me. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel when you think that thought? That's a scary feeling. Scared. Worried. Worried. Right? Anxious. Mm-hmm. Yep. What, what do you do when you feel scared or anxious? You tend to like stop. You, t- you, st- you, like, you tend to freeze and not yeah. do anything. Yeah. And so what's your result? <laughs> Zero. You're yeah. You're not moving forward. Yeah. You're not selling. Yeah. Yeah. Here's how I believe it's easy to sell right now is if you really believe you can help. Yeah. And that's all I think every day. And honestly, Believing I can help other people is helping me help me. And I'm just all in. I'm all in to help the people. Everybody I can help, I will help. And it's amazing how grateful people are for help right now. Yeah. So if you think that all you're doing is trying to get people to buy from you, I don't think you're positioning yourself as a leader in this space, whatever your space is. Yeah. Everybody listening to this call has a community of people who need them. Who are they? What do they need? And what can you provide to them? Yeah. I mean, like, perfect questions. Yeah. What about your business owners who are in that tougher spot, mm-hmm. if you will, where their clients or what they're doing in their business is not necessarily like they're having to majorly pivot in what they're doing? 
Yeah. What are you seeing some of them do? What has been brilliant to watch is I want to brag about my clients because they know this, the model. So it helps them. Right. And so I'm watching them, even if they're a little stuck. So I have clients who are interior designers, yeah, gift shop owners, physical therapy clinic owners. My physicians are like, can we stop working? They're having the opposite problem. Yeah, right. Sure. And as soon as they're able to realize like, okay, no, they're okay. And one of the reasons they are able to do that is I'm requiring my clients to make a 90 day plan and you have to make a plan and nobody wants to make a plan because that makes you look at all the things you're afraid of. Yeah. But I want to help you manage your thinking on that plan so that then we can just get over it because then the creating starts. Yeah. Right. And what, one of the things that I'm watching in so, cause I do have a lot of healthcare professional clients, mm. dentists, physical therapists, not just physicians, homeopathic kind of naturopaths. Telemedicine is blowing up. Yeah. And it's so interesting to watch everybody's creativity and the consumer's desire for it, right? My florist, the gal who runs a floral shop, Apotheca Flowers up in New Hampshire, she's doing all this beautiful stuff online to keep the community, because she has this gorgeous shop with her flowers. Yeah. And so she's doing all this stuff to keep people connected because it's such a hub in mm. their community. You know, I think the creativity that's coming out of people is so impressive. And that's what I meant when it's time to lead. Yeah. If you're in fear or if you have worry about judgment, you're missing it. Yeah. Because your creativity will just close down. So the thought of I'm not going to have any clients, no one's going to give me money, mm -hmm. that drives feelings and then actions that lead to negative results. Right. My thought is I want to help. I, was actually, I have actually been trained to be someone right now who will help you. Like, I really believe like I'm your person. Like, yeah. and so I'm just doing whatever I can. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to make the, nearly the money I normally make. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just show up. Plus I just think it's better for you. Right. I have one client who had to close seven physical therapy clinics mm. and she is like, Online, they're getting the telemedicine figured out. She's got a whole process and put in place. They've just hunkered down, right? They're all about finding solutions right now. So as far as the creativity part and coming up with creative ideas, because that's what I've been talking about as well. This is the time you got to think outside the box. You got to get creative. Yeah. What were you doing last week or two weeks ago? You know, that yeah. might work down the road, but we got to adapt to what's going on right now right. And, and face it head on. What about for the person who is so in the day-to-day -day still um, of like trying to figure things out, which doesn't give them the creative uh -huh. space uh -huh. to think about things. What would you say to that person? I think they need a thinking partner. I do think that a lot of people are trying to white knuckle this. Yeah. And I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. We need a community, whether it's two people and they have to be people who will lift you up. But as, for as long as you stay in your mind in a place of peril, you're, yeah. you won't access creativity. Your brain can't go there. It's like, it's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Like I can't get to self-actualization if I'm worrying about where to find food. Food, yeah. And 
you know, are, is, I think that and no matter what people are doing, I do believe there's something you can do. So I hold that. I do hold that. And if it's not like, I actually had somebody reach out to me today who's unemployed and he said, Hey, I got a lot of free time and I see you're doing a lot of stuff. Can I help you? What can I do to help you? Yeah. Right. So there's always somewhere if you are willing to risk something, right. Risk being told, are you seriously selling right now? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I am because I have something I can help you with. Like, yes, you should be. And you know, my clients who have gift shops, I'm like, how quickly do we turn that into an online store? Because I just almost bought main lobster roll sandwich kits. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm still not sure I won't buy it. So people are going to buy stuff right now because they're sitting at home scrolling through their Instagram feed. Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. How quickly can we get your t-shirts and your jewelry and your whatever out there? Online. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another perfect example. So many people who listen, listen to this podcast are in this space of helping business owners just like that. Yeah. Get their businesses online. Yeah. You know, I was talking with one of my mastermind students yesterday and they still, I mean, they have um, an online course, they have a membership, but she still manages some Facebook ads for clients. And she was like, she's like, I do, um, I have a local business here that I just do as a, as a favor to them. And it's like a heating and air conditioning company. And she's like, we're killing it right now. And I'm hearing that across the board. You know, big question is like, should I be doing ads right now? Heck yes, you should be doing ads because people need to know that you can help them. Right. And not to mention ad costs are really good right now. Really good. So let's get more leads if nothing else. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah. Build your lists for anything. I love it. So what is this new law that went into effect that okay, affects so entrepreneurs? I think it's called the, the, the CARE Act, but I am not a lawyer. So here's what everybody should do is go to the SHRM, Society of Human Resource Management website. Yeah. And this is the nutshell, but again, there's lots of detail. But there is a law that's passed that falls under the Family Medical Leave Act that is guaranteeing employees a certain per, uh, 12 weeks of paid leave, if they have to care for someone, if they, if they get sick mm. themselves, if their kids are home from school, <laughs> or if they don't have childcare. And it applies to different size businesses differently. Mm-hmm. So companies that have 500 or more employees, it doesn't apply. You have to, you're dealing with your own leave because you yeah. have the resources. Sure. I think if you're at like 50 there's something. And then if you're under 25, now all businesses can apply for exemptions. If you, if it would put you out of business to provide an employee 12 weeks of paid leave, Mm -hmm. and it's not even full paid, it's a percentage of their pay, Mm -hmm. but you would, if you do do it, the government's giving you all of that back as a tax credit. Oh, interesting. So it's important to get, and then I guess there's another one. I was just actually on a different podcast and He's an HR expert. And there's another one also coming that will be a relief act for small business owners that will have temporary uh, short-term loans, very low interest. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a few and payroll tax, like a break on payroll tax. So again, there are some specifics, but if you don't know a lot about 
this part of running a business because you haven't really ever had to pay attention. Yeah. Now, again, would be a good time to find an HR consultant mm-hmm. or, you know, some of the payroll companies, Gusto, I'm sure yeah, others doing, will have the information. They're doing a lot of, tra- Gusto is doing a lot of trainings right now. Yeah. A lot of helpful stuff to keep people updated. What was the, I want to link it up in the uh, website or link it up on the show notes for today's uh, yeah. episode. What was the website again? It's the SHRM. I think it's shrm.org. Org. Okay, cool. It's the Society for Human Resource Management gotcha. and it's okay. right on their front page. Yes. Okay, cool. Guys, I'll link it up in the show notes for the episode here today. Anything else that you want to make sure that um, we mention? I haven't heard any other like things, but I know, you know, fortunately our government is kind of stepping up here, which I think mm-hmm. is great. So, yeah. you know, I think for all of us, I don't want to, I don't like to sound like a Pollyanna. I think this is a significant crisis that we all have to really be thoughtful about. Yeah. I also do believe it's temporary. We just don't know how long. Yeah. My hunch is this isn't like the recession we had in 2008, where really everything fell apart. This is yeah. really more just a blast to everybody. And we have to be thoughtful as a leader. If you don't have a 90-day plan, if you don't know what your cash reserves are, if you don't know what your forecast for revenue is right now, if you don't know what your, your vital essential expenses are versus everything else that could go, right? I met with my finance gal two days ago. Yep. And we looked at all of it and I said, yep. I need to be able to pay you, Michelle, who's my coach who works for me and me. Everything else could go. So tell me, is that going to work for 90 days? She's yeah. like, yes. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so and I, I did the same thing with mine. Today's Friday. I think it was Tuesday. Yep. Or Wednesday, Monday. I don't know. You this week. Emily? I do work with Emily. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Do you know her? She's, She's so amazing. I love it because I get like a little life coaching. <laughs> when, yeah. when we're talking numbers, I get a life coaching as well. <laughs> yep. Oh, why are you making that decision? That's an interesting decision, right? Ex- exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm sensing a little hesitation. I have never more looked forward to a financial numbers right? conversation with my bookkeeper than I do with Emily. She's I know. Favorite. She's my favorite. That's why I told her. I said, I have to pay you. And yeah. Michelle, she's like me. I'm like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. I don't. I don't do this without you. And, yeah. And guys, before you before you start DMing me about who this Emily person is, my understanding the last time I asked her about a month ago if she was taking new clients, she's not taking new clients. She's full. Yeah, that's how good she is. But uh, anyway, Chris, thank you so much for coming on here, sharing your brilliance. I super appreciate it. Where can people can connect with you? You've got, you're on Instagram, you got your website, you got your podcast, you got a lot going on. Where can they connect with you? So my Instagram is Chris Placky coach and that's K R I S P L A C H Y coach. And my website is Chris And on that website, you can also find my podcast, but you can also find my podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And it's called lead your team. And then I am starting that four week course on Monday. If you want to join us, it's an, it's a course for entrepreneurs and you'll find that on my website. It's just right there on the menu. Cool. And guys, by the way, the podcast says for female leaders, but it is for all of you guys as well. Um, Everybody, I, the boys are allowed. I like to say that. (laughs) I listen to it. It's not like, I mean, does she gear it towards female leaders? Yes. But that doesn't mean that it's not relevant for. As long as you don't mind being called gorgeous every now and then. Us dudes. Well, I mean, Hey, bring it, you know, I'll be a little sunshine. (laughs) Chris, thank you so much for coming on. I super appreciate it. It's my pleasure.
All right. Hope you got a ton out of this conversation here with Chris. And this was super helpful for you in leading your business through these uncertain and turbulent times that we are going through. Now, coming up on the podcast on Friday's episode, normally a quick tip episode. As you know, as I've been talking about kind of changing things up here a little bit to support you as much as possible, this Friday's episode is going to be a longer form episode, this time with Tarzan K. My friend Tarzan, she's also a former guest here on the show. Tarzan is a former copywriter and she's a super smart online business owner. And we're going to be talking about how she is leading her business through these times and also a conversation around how to be an honest marketer, both through these uncertain times and on a regular basis. It's a really, really good conversation coming up for you with Tarzan. So if you've not already subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe to the show so that you cannot miss any of the episodes that I've got coming up for you here on the show. And Thank you so much, as always, for listening to the podcast. I super appreciate it. And I'll see you right back here in the next episode here on the Art of Online Business Podcast. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link, and you can go download it right now for free.